gentlemen, probably just gentlemen, welcome to episode five. <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey, hey. We we are girl, your girlfriend's favorite wrestlers, and that's a hundred percent fact of every everyone we everywhere we go. Yeah. If there's a wrestler's wife there, they probably are a huge fan of us, even though they don't actually like wrestling. Um, I will say that based on that night at True, when you guys sold Avery a clapper for two dollars that she still has, nice. you actually may be my wife's least favorite wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking well, a drink of water when that happens. Water all well, over my shirt now. <laughs> you'll win some, you'll lose most. <laughs> Welcome to the A-Show uh, with your perennial losing hosts, Matt yeah. and Chris Decker, um, doing the job to Chris O'Mealy this past time. And really, I thought Great Balls of Maven was going to kill us both. Listen, Great Balls of Maven is a virtuoso. Sometimes uh, the people weren't quite ready for it, but next time it comes around, let me tell you, they'll be ready. I know I was not ready for Great Balls of Maven, uh, but what I am ready for are our guests this evening, uh, straight from the, the uh, state of New Jersey, Rad Dad, Rad Belmont, Papa Bear, um, pop, the uh, Pop Punk Papa, Wade Kruger, Whoa. Uh, the Stepdads. I appreciate that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, that was a nice one. Pop Punk Papa. I, I, we, just uh, recently this with, evening. we just recently came up with the Spankings. So that's a new one for us. <laughs> I like how Rad says we came up with. He came up with. Oh, you were in the you were in the house that day. We live in the same house. <laughs> you guys are doing this from two different rooms in your house. Yes. In the spirit of competition. Yeah, he's yeah. the enemy. I'm not. We're not. This is no togetherness. I'm. I'm here to win. Yeah, and I'm here to watch him win. Unlike the gambler, I am here to win. <laughs> this is gonna be fucking amazing. Did draft the gambler when we had uh, DJ on for '92 WCW, and I teamed up with Vinny Vegas, and I still did not win. So, <laughs> oh man, because you booked the gambler—that's your first problem. Listen, I made a lot of booking mistakes in my day. What's up, Johnny Roos, nineteen ninety six presidential candidate? Yo, I'll defend it till day I die. That was fantastic. <laughs> and Moose was all about it. Uh, oh yeah, crowded music was not. <laughs> there was like forty five people there. Listen, Matt, whatever you do, I'll still like it more than whatever Decker does because Decker's been dead to me ever since he left me for dead outside the ring after tables match. Yeah. So that's right. Listen. I've I've I've, uh, I've apologized so many times. <laughs> is, uh, That's one of my is... favorite wrestling stories I've ever had. <laughs> and I, I wasn't even the ref. I was just told go move the table. Yeah. And I I I, I did not. Uh, I learned uh, who was important that day. <laughs> Tables. Tables are important. Yep. Um, hey, who was the re- actual ref in that match? We were trying to talk about it two weeks ago. Was it, it Jeff? Was, uh, what was her name? Yeah, it was a female ref. Yeah. Uh, Becky. Becky, yeah. right? She's awesome. Um, and, and and just for the the sake of con- uh, continuity here, the last show ended with Decker saying how that was going to be the first thing you brought up. <laughs> well, one thing I'll, I'll say this: one thing I remember most because I didn't actually see any of it happening is I'm at the entrance way waiting for him to come back, and I'm just standing there next to Sunny Ono, and there's just awkward silence <laughs> where I've already said hello. And now we're just standing there, and the whole time I'm like, where is Wade? I'm just standing next to Sunny Ono. I don't know what to do. 
Yeah, because the next match is coming out to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> next match being Juventud Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. When I just walked away, I was like, well, if he's dead, he's dead. Look, you got to sell. Is all I, I had to sell. And, uh, you know. It's not like I kicked you when you were down. It's not like I was like, sell, you dick, and I kicked you a couple more times. It would have been overkill. I got hit with a belt or something like 80 times and then got put through a table that was already put through. Oh, man. <laughs> that bump was insane that you took. Uh, which one? Uh, the- <laughs> Oh God, well, God, I've seen the backyard tapes. <laughs> I mean, God, who was it? Who landed on the top of their head? Was that, um, was that Red? Dad, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, that still gives me chills. Total accident. For you, maybe. Well, yes. Little I was tell as surprised about. as everyone else. All right, should so- we, uh, I start with the uh the, the early plugs and the the, 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 the bios of the, the stepdads here. We're gonna uh, throw it to the stepdads to introduce themselves at this time. I'll let Rad handle his he's gonna have way more uh, say than me. Alright. Uh, you want me to do the whole spiel? Yeah, why not? Alright. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of any and all ages, I'm the Rad Dad, Radley Belmont. And with me is the one, the only, Big Papa Bear, Wade Kruger. And we are the gods of dad bods, the old age in-laws, the parental guardians of the galaxy, the stepdads. Same stepdads time, same stepdads channel. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So, for reference, you have to know that I'm hearing this through the laptop and also through the floor. Yep. I knew it. I knew you would. Um, yeah, we are the stepdads. Uh, I don't have as much to say. Rad pretty much has it memorized. But you can find us on all sorts of internet uh, places. Um, Twitter at Stepdads Wrestle, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere else, Facebook, Instagram at Stepdads Wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. Patreon at Stepdads Wrestling, I think. Yep. TikTok at Stepdad's Wrestling. Yeah, I don't... Well, you guys got TikToks? I gotta check that yeah. out. Yeah, I post a lot of clips on there just to... Because for the kids, you know, kids love the TikTok. And and I'm at uh, Twitter at Wade Kruger one Kruger just spelled like Freddy, um, as opposed to how many people put it on their posters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want uh, super sizzling hot devil's hockey takes and... Uh, probably pushing things too far political posts, then uh, you will love me. Um, if you want wrestling, uh, go to at Stepdad's Wrestle. <laughs> Hot takes for the Chargers. There's there's no such thing. There has to be fans of a team to be Hot Takes. Um, and as I say every year, I hope at my funeral the Chargers will carry my casket so they could let me down just one more time. <laughs> And just to throw it out there, we also have a pro wrestling tease. Oh, yeah. Wrestling.com slash stepdads. If you like all these jokes, we got ridiculous t-shirts on there as well. As if you say, if you like all these jokes, you shouldn't buy our shirts because the jokes are not on the shirts. <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> yeah, if, oh, like, they are. if you like retro Nintendo games, we have a shirt based on the video game Bad Dudes. I mean, yeah. who else has that? Oh, yeah, I saw it. That was rocking. I yes. 
That was the saddest response that could have been. That's <laughs> We're going to use that next time we have a promo. It's just going to end with, that's rocking. <laughs> I, I am very offended right now by my actual dadness. Hey, it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Sure shit does. As I look at my carpet that I vacuumed earlier and go, how did this get dirty again? My beard gets grayer and grayer every day. I, I kill not be myself. <laughs> so oh, he, he, here's how we do things around here on the A show. If you're a first time listener, first and foremost, thank you. Um, you're you welcome. are going to hear us draft from <laughs> from 1998 WCW, and we are going to be drafting rosters based on the roster of 1998 WCW uh, programming and not programming because some guys just sat home. And once we have all drafted, when you feel you're done, you're done. Um, There's no set number of rounds. When you feel that you have a full card, you just say, I'm done. And then we take a break. And during that break, we all put together our cards. And then from there, we come back and present the cards. The listeners, being you, um, we'll go to our Twitter at the A Show on CKCC and vote for their favorite card. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. None of this will appear on independentwrestling.tv, but <laughs> if you'd like to watch independentwrestling.tv and you're a new user, make sure you use the code word draft, D-R-A-F-T, and you get your first five days free. Uh, special shout out to Jason from the Sports yeah. Podcast. Who used our code for IWTV? And I will say, thank you for that. Just for, just for reference, that you can go to IWTV right now and watch Decker not help Wade leave the ring because <laughs> that's the it's very true. first true show on IWTV. Fast it's forward, true. like what? Maybe like an hour and a half. Yeah, whatever. Yep. You can watch the whole show. I mean, geez, you don't got to skip the show. Yeah, it was a good show. The product, Decker, geez. It was a real good show. Yeah, it's a great show. And then we happened, and then it was okay, and then it got better again. And go uh, tweet at IWTV and let Jerry know that much like him, this, you love the stepdad. That I will do. I'll, I'll just call Jerry and be like, you love the stepdads, and I'll hang up, and he'll be like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's a, it's a fact. It's, mm-hmm. it's a known fact. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> so we will all take turns drafting. It is Decker's week to go before me. So Decker will be third, and I will be fourth. However, we need to decide which of the stepdad will draft first and which will draft second. Ooh. I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm taking anyone that I, Brad is going to want, but, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, you guys want to flip a coin? Do, do I have a coin in here? Decker, do you have a coin handy? I don't. Man, I'm in like grace left In my office. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, alright. Uh, between Wade and Red, uh, pick a number between one and five. Two. Five. Wade's going first. My number, the number was three. I don't want to pick that because right in the middle. Yeah. That's just too easy. Who picks three? What a yeah. 
<laughs> a ref, a ref picks three. That, uh, that's right. That's uh, I don't well hear played. Many, I don't hear many three counts. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> also, just to make sure that we reiterate this for the listeners here, um, if you could draft a singles wrestler, you can draft a tag team wrestler. If you draft people together, much like when Decker drafted. Masahiro Chono and Ole Anderson together, you have to use them together. That's right. Battle Bowl, baby. (laughs) The dream team. That certainly did not fall apart when they wrestled Van Hammer and the (laughs) (laughs) Z-Man. Battle Bowl rules. Also, (laughs) um, if you draft somebody with a title, you have to say that you're drafting them with said belt. And then you have that belt in your possession for your show. And round seven is the wild card. We can draft anybody from 1998. So with that, Wade Kruger, you're on the non-existent clock. Draft pick number one. First, I just want to give a fun fact about Van Hammer. Uh, One time, me and the Rad Dad were playing uh, WCW NWO Revenge. The best game that there ever was. And we were doing a a battle royal with uh, knockouts on. Oh, and the best. Van Hammer hit a move on Goldberg, and Goldberg was doing the lift his head up, get knocked out animation, and the game turned itself off because even it had not processed the possibility <laughs> of Van Hammer knocking out Goldberg. Goldberg, Goldberg was dominating, too, it for was a not, while. Like, the code was not present yeah. for that outcome, so it turned itself off. Yeah. Please Van Hammer comes like in Larry one close one. And, and I, I, that's not even like, I, I wish I could make that up. That's real. The machine screamed at us as if the Nintendo itself was dying. It was. Oh, man. So uh, now that I'm on the clock, I'm going to pick, you know, when everyone thinks uh, 1998 WCW, like, there's so many options you could go through. So I'm just going to start right at the top and draft Rick Steiner by himself. Okay. All right, but... Hurts. You don't like me, bite me. <laughs> if you want some, come get some. You deleted Rick Steiner off the list. Already scratching out stuff. <laughs> I left. I left Scott for everybody else. You know, figured that he'd be an early pick. That was that was an appreciated pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, for mine, I already know what I'm gonna do. I will take Brett the Hitman Hart with the WCW United States Heavyweight Title. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, he was on my short list. Okay. All right, go from here. I mean, Brett's a good, like, who doesn't want to give Brett a redo in WCW? I, that's exactly where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone, including Brett Hart, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. definitely. Right. At least when he remembers to, that's, he wishes he had it. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, if you can. I didn't give him the concussion. If you can't beat him, eat him, I always say. My first pick is going to be Ed Leslie. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think I needed him this early. <laughs> well, there goes my main event. <laughs> we should figure out some sort of uh, post-draft trading system. I'm in. We're going to create new, new, new things today. <laughs> That's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> it spikes it up a bit. 
I'm here for it. <laughs> Matt, you're on the clock. I, I know, and for having no plan, I really have no ideas. <laughs> um, I I am going to take. Okay, if this could be a wacky show, I'm going to take the Dancing Fools of Alex Wright, Disco Inferno, and Magnum Tokyo. Whoa. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, is Magnum Tokyo even on my list? I, I Wikipedia it to be sure. Okay. And uh, and Alex Wright. Shit. I wonder if they can run Alex Wright down. Alex Wright, the master of the WCW Thunder for PlayStation promo. <laughs> <laughs> You made that sound like it's an actual award. Okay, so I'm I'm up then. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, since you guys are getting out of control early, <laughs> and uh, are we going to accept possible trade offers? Because that's going to determine my next pick. Uh, uh, Matt, what do you think? You think this is something that we somebody, could? Somebody wants Ed Leslie real bad. Sounds like. <laughs> I do. And I'd be willing to take some some interesting offers for Ed Leslie. I mean, I would trade your Rick Steiner for Ed Leslie right now. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay. We're going to do a pilot tonight of trades. We're okay. going to cap it at two trades. Two trades. And they must, be, they must uh, be done before the commercial break. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. I'm here for that. Okay, we'll figure this out, man. I like it. I think it makes it interesting. Because then there's strategy of, like, you could draft a belt if someone needs it or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so with my second pick, since I don't trust any of you guys, and I want this guy because he's uh, an important piece, well, I'm going to draft uh, Vincent. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Either. You're not going to out-wacky me, guys. <laughs> he actually potentially was going to play into my wild card. Hmm. But that's okay. All right. Next up. All right. I will take Hollywood Hulk Hogan with the WCW World Heavyweight title. Okay. <clears throat> I am not picking this guy. But is Kevin Watchholes, is that Nails? Yes. Okay, I saw a name, I was like, get the fuck out of here. And with that being said, oh, man, I'm going to take Sick Boy. None of us are making good shows, are we? <laughs> I have an idea. Brad's, I have an Brad's idea. taking all the great wrestlers and belts, and uh, we're we're all fighting over the worst. Why is this happening? Because there's 600 people on this roster. Fair. Good point. And somehow I lost my number two pick in the first round. Yeah, I lost my number one pick before me. <laughs> I am going to take Chris Jericho with Ralphus. Oh, good. A good pick. That is very good. I had ideas for Jericho. Let me bring it back to Wade. Um, I'm going to take, uh, hmm, just because I worry about him getting taken for other reasons that don't include him, um, directly, I'm going to take, uh, Stevie Ray, nice. just Stevie Ray. <laughs> I don't need wrestlers like Booker bringing my card down. 
You want to live in a world where Bad Bunny sings a song about Stevie Ray, right? Don't give away my wild card pick. <laughs> Bad Bunny singing about Booker T. Angry Rabbit sings about Stevie Ray. All right. <laughs> my next pick. It's not me. your turn. Oh, hold on. Hold on now. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Yeah, you got to wait a minute to steal my next pick. Yeah. I ain't picking Mike Disorderly Conduct. I'll tell you that much. I will take Ric Flair. What a loser. I did have him on my list. Not even in my top 30. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's sad Rick Rude is on here, but if you know the story of Rick Rude, he couldn't wrestle in 1998. That sucks. Uh, We might find out. Anything can happen on the A show. Uh, Literally. (laughs) Literally. All right. That being said, uh, then my next pick is going to be the tag team of the Barbarian and Ming. I knew Ming would go at some point. I didn't even, like, put him on my list. I was like, he's going for meme potential. We we had the – we had – Two episodes ago, uh, DJ, the um, the host of the Wednesday Night War podcast, he, he teased Ming versus Harley Race. <laughs> my my original, the first thought before I came up with this card that I have uh, idea was just all I had written down was uh, Ming versus Scott Steiner just because question mark. Nice. <laughs> nice. No <So>. backstory. <clears throat> So I, I feel like I gotta do something here because this is starting to get away from me, and I'm really starting to fear like who isn't isn't going to be around. Just embrace the fear, Matt. <laughs> yeah, be afraid. Well, but you you just took the faces of fear, so I can't take that. <laughs> Not the baby but faces can, of fear. <laughs> but I can take vicious and delicious Buff Bagwell and Scott Norton. Oh, that was a good big pick one. That's a good pick. Oh. I like that pick. We all simultaneously went, damn, that was good. <laughs> oh, I didn't have any of them on my list, but I like the pick. You cut me deep with that one. I'm a big Buff Bagwell mark. so I, just, I was a big fan of him during the just, uh, American Male States. Yeah. yeah. That actually hurts my main event. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from you, that's really saying something, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Um, I picked, uh, I can't even remember now who you picked in the first round. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll find out. <laughs> I, hey, I have a, I have a question I want to throw out there. Um, if, uh, I have an, I, there's an idea in my head for a, uh, wild card. If we do the wild card as seven, but we want to team him with somebody that's already on this list. You know, so hypothetically, if I wanted to have Masawa and um, sick and Rocco Rock as a team, <laughs> like and I'm like the wild card would be Masawa with Rocco Rock, right? Oh, First, that. yeah. Okay. Personally, I would love that. That actually works for me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
But we got a long way to go before we get to that. So back to Wade for pick number four. Well, just because I don't trust you now, uh, I'm going to draft Rocco Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Just Rocco Rock? Yeah. What do I? I don't need the full public enemy. Um, There's going to be no tag matches on this show. (laughs) That's loser wrestling. (laughs) <laughs> I get you. Every match is a main event on your card. Think about it this way. Oh, God, it's like a Rob Noxious show. I'm taking Rocco Rock, and Johnny Grunge is just going to – he got put through the table, and nobody's coming to help him. <laughs> I get jokes. I get jokes. <laughs> That Ed, that Ed Leslie trade is is looking like it's going far away. <laughs> it, it was Ed Leslie. Okay, now I remember that he picked Ed Leslie literally first. The way I see it is, you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 may be worth it to get the the, the grievance off my heart. Yeah, we might. You know, the hands are clean after that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think you want to deprive yourself of what I have in mind. Okay. All right. Well, keep going. I keep going. Yeah. Take your next good wrestler, Red. <laughs> I'm actually going to take two uh, WCW mainstays. Everyone remembers the tag team of Sting and Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> A man after my own heart right there. Sure. You'll understand why later. Good. Or not. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm taking the team of Dale Torborg and Greg Valentine. <laughs> what? I love it. <laughs> They're awesome. This is the one thing where my, my strategy doesn't come into play well. Is like, I want all these random wrestlers, but I'm not doing any. I don't have any tag matches planned, so I have to pick them by themselves. <laughs> The Steeman Demons is what they're going to be. The Steeman Demons? What? The, ste- <laughs> the, the Steeman Demons. The Steeman Steamers? <laughs> this show's a turn. I think you want to call them that. Even in 1998, that might be a little far. <laughs> so, together as a team, I'm going to take Fit Finley, Steven Regal, and Dave Taylor. Oh, nice. That's- Damn, Matt. That was fucking great. Can I tell you the worst? I literally, I literally just wrote down Regal as my next pick. Was not Wait, I took a good wrestler from you? I'm confused. Yeah, I know, right? All right. And I got to take the Taylor out of there. You go back to Wade. Ah, you got to give me a second. Um, okay. Well, that just... To fix to fix a match that you just ruined, <laughs> I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to take Mongo. Oh, looks like we have a contender to be traded. Oh. Oh, that hurts. Oh, you took away my Lex Luger versus Mondo Celathon. <laughs> I said Mondo Mongo. <laughs> well, maybe they're Lex selling Luger is a Mondo fruit drink. Yeah, they're selling them at the, 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 the 
where you get food. Yes, the selling shop. <laughs> the bazaar. <laughs> bazaar is a good word right now. <laughs> All right. For my pick, I will take Stevie Richards. I mean, Chris Benoit. But, what? What just happened? <laughs> Chris Benoit. I will take Chris Benoit. I think Red just glitched. Alright, I'm gonna take the team of Buddy Lee Parker and Sergeant Craig Pipple Pittman because I can't tell them apart. <laughs> what? Uh well, this is not a literal can't tell apart, Buddy Lee Parker. I always think Sergeant Craig Pipple Pittman is Bailey Parker, and I always think Bailey Parker is Sergeant Craig Pipple Pittman. So I'm just going to – so this tag team is called The Guys Who I Know. <laughs> okay. Sure. Because they're both, like, military gimmicks, right? No. Sergeant Bailey Parker was a cop. <laughs> who, is the, who is the guy that used to – who was, like, the trainer at the power plant? That was Bailey Parker, right? It was. Yeah, okay, yeah, so it's the same guy. So. Russo would love this right now. I am going to take Hacky. What? Oh, what? hardcore hack. Oh. Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, from, from one to the next, I'm gonna take, this is the combo, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. With, managed by, James Mitchell. Whoa. <laughs> I'm all about that. All about it. I'm, I'm so in on that shit right there. <laughs> what? I, I, didn't, I didn't want anyone to get any hack ideas. <sighs> Just for everybody to know, uh, Goldberg's still on the, still on the, still on the field. Goldberg? <laughs> Coldberg? Ah, he's not over anymore in 98. Uh, Goldberg was really early on my list, and as I got to him, I just didn't need him anymore, so. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Like, our, like, our imitating life. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for my pick, I'm taking another tag team. The memorable tag team of Scott Hall and the Giant, who were the WCW tag team champions at the time. I didn't even have the Giant written down, but yeah, you are right. And this is a smoking Giant, too. I would take nothing else. <laughs> what the, did they call him Big Tobacco? It, it, probably backstage, at least. All right. Well, you're going to go full on. You're going to go full on. I'm going to take the tag team of Rick Martell and John Nord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely will use Rick Martell if you didn't take him. So. Oh, same. I had Rick Martell on my list. Rick Martell in 98. Listen, he was underused. I'm not going to lie. Oh, he was going to be used. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was going to find his purpose. So we're on the wild card round, right? 
No, I still got to go. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. For my commentary team, I'm going to take Dusty Rhodes and Dennis Rodman. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much for taking. I thought I had one more round to get Dusty. <laughs> well done. You're depriving the world of Dusty calling this madness of a show I'm putting together. <laughs> Now, technically, you can use any wrestler on commentary, right? Technically, yes. So you can throw in a Roddy Piper or a DDP or something? Or a Booker T? Uh, I think Pete DeLong had... Or Louis Ficoli? Or Mike Disorderly Con? Yeah. Okay. So now now we get to the wild card. Wild card. Um, I'm going to take the only man who could book a show like this, Vince Russo. Wow. I'm so excited. All right. For me, I'm going to take a wild card and someone else as a tag team. So I'm going to take the team of Big Sexy Kevin Nash and the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Oh, Oh. man. Good call. That's a real pick if ever I've heard one. Yeah. Well, my wild card for the first and only time ever will be the tag team of Jerry Flynn and Jerry Lynn. <laughs> That's iconic right there. Wow. And I will take New Jack. <laughs> yes! Oh, man. <laughs> I think I already know what you're going to do with them, too. You have no idea. I promise you. <laughs> That's even better. Well, since he's shockingly still on the board, like everyone else, apparently, um, I'm going to take Scott Steiner. All right. You were leaving us out there for us. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. It's, you an have- aud- it's an audible for something else I had planned, but I think it'll make a good audible. All right. Um, back to me, right? So yeah. I will take... Dean Malenko, Man of a Thousand Holds. Good call. All right. My last wacky team. That's a lie. No. <laughs> Every time you say this, it scares me, because I'm like, who are you? What? How's this going to go for me? <laughs> All right. I'm doing the team of Ray Trailer and Mean Kevin Green. Good. I'm happy now. We got Kevin Green. R.I.P. R- yes, R.I.P. Uh-huh. Matt, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, Matt, how are you going to screw me this time? <laughs> oh, Matt, you there? Well, I was on mute, so you oh. didn't give me Tech Raven. <laughs> oh, look in here. Who the fuck was Tough Tom? <laughs> He's the other disorderly conduct. <laughs> but there's also Rage, and then there's Robbie Rage. Look, man, I have... You served me two paychecks. <laughs> hey, Blitzkrieg made $400 that year, so... uh, That's a shame. Yeah, he should have made much more. Uh-huh. But the gambler made $32,408.64. And well, he, he deserves every money. goddamn penny. <laughs> I hope he didn't gamble it away. I hope he put it all on black 
and then lost because, like, let's be honest, that's what he did best. <laughs> like, like, that, like that Bart Simpson daydream <laughs> when when he has all the money. Oh. <laughs> and everyone just walks away from the casino and he's sad. Or where Homer is playing blackjack. It's 18, hit me. 19, hit me. 20, hit me. 21, hit me. Bust. <laughs> we we throw it to Wade for round nine. Did you pick Matt? I, I picked Raven. Yeah, he picked Raven. He was on mute. Oh, I did not hear that. Um, That makes sense. That's what mute is. Uh, Okay, I'm going to take... Well, since... Since Brett is gone, I'm going to take Jim Neidhart with Jimmy Hart. Whoa, good call. There you go. I dig it. All right, for my pick, I will take the enforcer, Arn Anderson. He was literally my next pick. <laughs> really? Yeah. He is crucial to my card. He's so crucial that he went round nine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The most um, crucial round. I am selecting the commentary team of Viano 5 and Viano 4. Didn't okay. think I was going to need to pick them early, but here we are. Well, they got a they got a big uh they got a big spot on um one of those TV networks that Hispanic people watch. Well, since I'm not going to get to do it. I just want to say that my plan was to have them uh come out for a match. They come out during the entrance. Um it cuts a commercial, the entire match happens during the break. We come back, and uh, we find out that Vince Russo realized he had forgotten to fire both of them and then fired them both during the break. <laughs> I just didn't want the world to not know that because I felt it was great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Before I make my next pick, I just need to... Double check a title lineage. Okay, this will work. I'm going to take Ultimo with Sonny Ono. With the Belter? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> he, he did not hold the Cruiserweight title in 1998. He did not. He held it probably just before, right? Oh, wait, no, he did, yeah. He held it until January. Right, look, I, I picked, I picked yeah, up the, with the Cruiserweight title. Oh. There goes Matt taking my next pick again. Matt, you've deprived the world of Ultimo Dragon versus the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> what? He did. The ultimate challenge. <laughs> but that's okay. Because with my next pick, I will take you know, pretty much the same guy. Laparka. Nice. <laughs> Very similar in every way. One's a skeleton, one's a dragon. <laughs> one's a, call him a dragon. He's the ultimate dragon. Oh, I'm thinking of Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Wait a minute, Ultimate Warrior's not a dragon. Actually, you're, you're correct on that. You don't know that. Yeah, I read a little bit of his comic book. I don't know what he is, okay? If you told me it was about a dragon, I'd just believe you. All I know is he's already made the sacrifice. <laughs> wow uh, <clears throat> yeah man okay so uh, my next pick total package Lex Luger 
No Luger Mongo, but I'll figure it out. My next pick is Glacier. All right. I need a tag team. Well, good luck, because I have taken half of every one. <laughs> <laughs> you have. <laughs> this is all starting to make sense. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you think that, you are mistaken. <laughs> Does that start in 98? Hold on real quick. I did so little research before this, in case you can't tell. I know. I wish you had done more. No, I'm so glad how this is working out. That makes one of us. <laughs> I'm going to take Mortis and Raph. Okay. Oh, man, they were great. Yeah. I was thinking about using Wrath. Me too. At one point I was. Yeah. I felt I like Wrath would just fly into everyone's radars, but... Well, with my next pick, I am taking... Larry Zabisco. That's a great pick right there. I like it. Big Zabisco mark. My microphone sounds all kind of fucked up. All right, there we go. All right. For my next pick, I will take Barry Windham. Wow, Windham's on here. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Oh, and Mortis is gone, so Canyon is gone. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's a different gimmick and time. They're different guys. Sure. Um, I once went to a uh, local indie show that advertised Mortis well after Canyon had been dead. Um, That's awful. And uh, But it was Mortis with two yeah. S's, so it was okay. Uh, and even then, he no-showed. They advertised a fake guy doing a gimmick that could have been anyone, and he no-showed the show. And the guys next to me were very upset that Canyon didn't show up for real. And I didn't have the heart to tell them that he had been dead for at least five years. Ooh. In fact, I urged them to go complain to the promoter about it. <laughs> because I'm an evil human. Uh, Rad, your pick or my pick? Um, I just picked, so I picked Barry. Right, 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 right. That's where I got off that tangent. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Raven's flock member Van Hammer. Good pick. Of course you are. I'm upset I couldn't find a place for him on my chest. Said only Wade Kruger. <laughs> I'm going to take Randy Savage. Ooh, I totally forgot about him. We were all too busy taking bad wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> How oh. dare you call Del Torborg bad? I called him what he is. Okay. We're going to go audible here. Something I completely off my list, but whatever. Um, I'm going to take Barry Darso. Okay. So I now have an idea for Goldberg. I will take Goldberg. Damn. I want. I wanted him to get down and have that be my last pick. Ah. Uh, I just. I just realized I need like an extra match. So why not throw Goldberg on there? All right. I am going to take – Wrath is taken, so Brian Clark is gone. Yes. Damn. Uh, I'm going to take the gentleman Chris Adams. Nice. All right. And I'm going to take DDP. 
I like how these are the last picks. These are the late picks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is your uh, your pick? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Oh. You say last pick, I only have four matches. <laughs> so I have uh, officially five matches. I am shooting for seven. I am also shooting for seven. I'm probably going to end up around six. Since I can't have my Viano's commercial break match. <laughs> Which would, is a totally a thing that would happen. Um, I'm going to take... Ah, he was mentioned before, I'm going to take Rick Rude. We're going to find out if he could work in 1998. <laughs> Takes one bump and his fucking Lloyds of London uh, attorney runs to the ring. Get the fuck out of there! My turn now? Is yeah. It? Okay, sorry, I was just looking at the card. I want Bobby Eaton. I want Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ooh. And I'm going to dig Rey Mysterio. You just stole me. I had the the possible idea of the commentary team of Tony Schiavone and Roddy Piper. Oh, good one. So, Matt, you did did take the Cruiserweight belt, right? I did. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um... I am going to take, you know, I left him out there long enough. Let's, let's take Johnny Grunge. He deserved to be taken. All right. Just give me one second. I'm looking at title reigns real quick. It's actually getting very hard now. <laughs> yeah. Has anybody taken Finley yet? I did. You took Finley? Okay. Did anybody take Steiner? I took both Steiners. Alright, okay. Cool, then I'm gonna take Conan with the WCW TV title. Oh. I'm taking Vampiro. Ah. Male Shayna Baszler. What? (laughs) Yesterday we were watching, we were watching the Rumble and I was like, she, she kinda looks like Vampiro. Young Vampiro. Uh, I can't disagree that her eye makeup is very dark. And the, the straight black hair, it's very, it's just, that's not even like, that's just, that that came to my mind last night. You're not saying it's a slur, you're saying it's a comparison, that they, they both have similar attires I, and look. I love Vampiro. Yeah. I am going to take El Dandy. Good. Good, He's, we've been doubting him too long. <laughs> Just let everybody know, Hard Body Harrison's still on the board. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna take Johnny Swinger. Uh, is he on TNA now? He is. Yeah. yeah, and he's like he's like a main event guy. And where he should have been all this time. False. <laughs> Look, after his run in 98 WCW that I'm going to give him, people are going to be wishing they signed Johnny Swinger. All right. For me, I'm just going to take the commentary team of Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan. Nice and simple. I'm picking Juventud Guerrero. I will take the Nasty Boys. Ah, nice. Finley's going to be going after him. Oh, we'll see what Finley does. 
I have one more pick, and that's it. I think I have, like, two more. I have so many more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just doing a quick scroll. At this point, I'm going completely off the board. That's how it works here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take – hold on. I need to make sure someone was in the company – because I don't see him on this list, but I'm pretty sure he was there. Yes. Okay. He'll, eh, we'll decide. I, I'm going to take Lash LaRue. Yeah, he was there. 100%. Oh, he's not the one I was worried about. I'm just trying to figure out if I need one more match or not. There's so many guys. Yeah. There. I mean, you got the Bulldog. You got Bam Bam. You got Brad Armstrong. I'm just in the bees. Booker T too. Booker T. Um. Some dude named Apollo. I don't know who the fuck that is. Nah, I think I'm gonna call it there. I think I'm good. All right, Bradley Belmont is out. My last pick is Kurt Henning. Ooh, nice. I did okay. not think about that. I am gonna take Booker T. Out. I am going to take uh, Lenny Lane. There you go. So Rad's out, Decker's out. I am going to take Super Kalou. Oh, I wish I had a, I had room for him. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So no one took like the flock as a whole, right? They just took random. Yeah, yeah, I took I took Sick Boy, Matt took Raven, and I took Van Hammer. Okay. So somehow Saturn is still out there, but whatever. I don't need him, though. I'm Scotty Riggs take, with the eye patch. I'm going to take Lodi. West Hollywood Blondes. Huh. Let's see. Matt, Prince Iakea is still on the board. Oh, I know. <laughs> and on the board, he will probably stay. You know, for all that talk about the gambler. Guy just sits there. I'm taking Perry Saturn. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to take... I know he's not on this list, but I know he was... He was there. Uh, Luther Reigns. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that. Wait, wh- wait, what? Roman Reigns' father, Luther Reigns. Yes. Go look at his Wikipedia page. World yeah. Championship Wrestling, 97 and 98. Yeah, I saw him on a couple lists. And what the fuck happened to him? He just disappeared to like 2005? I know, he trained at the power plant. Oh, God. He was probably under contract for a while, had a bunch of money, and then showed up in Australia or whatever. Yeah, and then... Oh, the... What was his, what was his nickname? The, the Bungalow Bay guy? The demon sure. of Bungalow Bay? Yeah, the Bungalow Bay guy. <laughs> Oh, fucking no. That's why he didn't get over. Terrible his, nickname. His listed <laughs> ring names, Luther Reigns, Horseshoe. <laughs> Horseshoe with a U, by the way. Um, <laughs> Inspector Impact. Oh, that's bad. Max Impact. Man, what a legend. That's like Tennessee Indies bad. Glad, glad I drafted him. So this will be... My last pick. And 
<clears throat> oh, excuse me. Welcome to my roster. This is actually a little tougher than I thought. Believe it or not. Jim Powers is still on the board, Matt. I think Mike Enos. All right. Call it a day. Okay, I'm going to take two more and then I'm done. All right. Okay, my last two picks are going to be... I felt bad, you know, name-dropping him so much. I'm going to take the Gambler. (laughs) And I'm going to take... Barry Horowitz. All right. And that concludes the WCW 1998 draft. Does anyone Uh, want to make trades? I'd be willing to listen to trades. Honestly, I think I've moved past the point of wanting to trade with you now. (laughs) I can read read you some of the names that are on there. I do have the Vianos. I have Sick Boy Ed Leslie, Faces of Fear, Dale Torborg. I already Torborg. gave away my Viano's plan, so, you know. Dale Torborg and Greg Valentine, the the awesome team of Buddy Lee Parker and Craig Pipple Pittman, uh, Rick Martell, John Nord, uh, Jerry Lynn and Flynn, uh, Ray Trailer, <laughs> Kevin Green, Glacier, Van Hammer, Chris Adams, Roddy Piper, Vampiro, Hoovy, and, uh, and Kurt Hennig. I like how that list gets so much better as it goes. Um, that was the play. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can keep Ed Leslie. I, I I don't need him anymore. Any 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 other takers? I know Rad has plan for guys. I don't know Rad if you want to make trades. I've uh, no, I've already kind of modified everything so much. Uh, no, changing things now would just be weird again. Good. So we've introduced a new concept and abandoned it. I like it. No, this is good. I, I like this idea because I would have given my left nut for some of the takes last week. You know, and and nobody here has also offered any of their uh, any of their card or any yeah. of their yeah. All so. right. Who want who wants Conan? Who wants him? Uh, I would take Conan for Hoovy. No. Damn. <laughs> uh, what about Conan for Vampiro? No. Who has Conan? Jericho? Conan for Jericho. Jericho. You want Conan for Jericho? No, because you Ralph is trade, Matt. Ralphus is important to my show. You can keep Ralphus. No, it doesn't make sense without Jericho. We'll do a three-way with Matt getting Kurt Henning, and you can put him with for Ralphus, and then Riley getting Jericho, and then I get uh, uh, Conan. I, like I stand firm. That has no benefit to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, instead of Kurt Henning, do you want Jerry Lynn? No. <laughs> what about the face of fear? Oh, um, I'm good. Oh, I'm, I'm stand firm. <laughs> I thought you had him. God damn it. Uh, my, my last, uh, uh Roddy Piper. Nah, the, the narrative I have. Fuck your narrative. This is this is the this is the trading room floor right here, man. I will We're, tell you one idea I had. It was Rick Steiner versus Roddy Piper for the King of the Dog Collar. Ooh. But I don't have Rick Steiner, so it doesn't make any sense. Three way trade. Come on. We we know who has Rick Steiner as his first pick. <laughs> Wait, who, who would I be <laughs> getting that All right. Yeah. For Rick Steiner. I'd be getting 
Conan. Rad be getting um Rad be getting yeah. Rick Steiner. Oh, oh, oh. I would need Rick Steiner and Piper though. No. Uh, I'm well, good. well that see this doesn't work. I don't think you're willing to move Rick ah. Steiner for Ed Leslie. Ooh. I would give you Ed Leslie. I'd give you Ed Leslie. I would give Rad Roddy Piper. And then I would want to return Conan and uh, a random one that you picked. Um, fucking shit. I'm trying to remember all the guys you picked. <laughs> uh, Barry Horowitz. Um, I could do that. I'm so confused at what I'm getting here. You are getting... Am I getting Rick Steiner and Roddy Piper? Oh, I don't think the Rick Steiner was involved in this. Yeah. No, I, I was. He was my. He was who I was giving up. Okay. All right. All right. So, Rick Steiner goes to Rad, along with Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting Barry Horowitz and Conan. And I'm getting Ed Leslie, and that's it. <laughs> I'll take that deal. <laughs> Uh, took, who took, no, oh, oh, okay. I can, yeah, I can give you Ed Leslie. Rad has to take, has to offer you one more. I'll give you Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vince Russo needs a bodyguard, man. I'll take Goldberg. Ah, yes! We successfully <laughs> done our first trade. Fantastic. Bye, Roddy Piper. Hello, Conan. There is my Goldberg versus Conan TV title match. Oh, my Goldberg match just became incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what can I use him in? Oh, (laughs) on this card? Anything. This is fantastic. This is fan-fucking-tastic. All right. Uh, For the final segment here, uh, this is the, uh, the infamous You're Not Book segment. So the guys that are still left on the board... A man by the name of Apollo, who I have no idea who he is. Bam Bam Bigelow. Billy Kidman. The Blacktop Bully. That was um, that was Bunkhouse Buck, right? That was Barry Durso, so he's off. Yeah, oh, 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 that's why. Okay. Blitzkrieg. Bobby Blaze. Bobby Duncan Jr. Brad Armstrong. A man by the name of Brett Hamner. I have no idea who the fuck that is. The Van Hammer under a different name to get a second paycheck. <laughs> uh, Brian he, Adams. He was the child of Bret Hart and Van Hammer. <laughs> Hamner. Uh, Chad Fortune. Chase Tatum. Chavo Guerrero. Chip Morton. Damian 666. British Bulldog. Elix Skipper. Amory Haber. I don't know who that is. The Cat, Ernest Miller. Evan Courageous, uh, Gregory Hunky, <laughs> Hardbody Harrison, Hector Garza, Horace Hogan, Hugh Morris. Turn the page over. Uh, Jeff Farmer, Jim Powers, Joey Mags, John M, and John Green, Kazutayashi, Kenny Chaos, Nails. Lanny Poffo, Liz Mark Jr., poor bastard, Luis Piccoli, Marcial Davis, Mark Hildreth, Mark Jindrak, poor Marty Gennetti, 
Michael Wall Street, Mike Disorderly Conduct, Mike Sanders, Prince Ikea, Psychosis, Rage, Rick Fuller. Oh, Rick Fuller, that was, um, wasn't that like a, uh, what was his fucking name? Is that fake Diesel? No. Oh. No. Uh, Robbie Rage, Robert Kellum, Ron Studd, Scott Anderson, Scott Chaser, Scott Putsky, Scotty Riggs with an eye patch, Silver King, Spider, Steve Armstrong, Super Sunny, whoever that is, a man by the name of Thomas, and Tough Tom and Wayne Bloom. Wayne Bloom was the other half of the Heavenly Bodies. He's the other half of the Beverly Brothers. Beverly Brothers, Beverly Brothers. And I'd like to think that at least three of those generic names are just Kevin Nash earning extra money. (laughs) A guy by the name of Thomas. (laughs) John M. John Green. All right. I'll I'll use John twice. They'll never figure it out. I'm so happy we negotiated that trade, by the way. That was awesome. Bad bad year to be a guy named uh, Scott. I would also say, I also say I'm really surprised nobody took Eric Bischoff. Just throwing that out there. There you go. So we got Chad. (laughs) (laughs) We will put together our cards, let you listen to some ads, and we'll be back. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non North Sports Podcast, where the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the non Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash anhonorablepod. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. And we're back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Our cards are put together. Uh, Joining us tonight, the stepdads. And per tradition, the guest will go first. We do go in draft order. So, Wade Kruger, we're going to throw it to you for your card. Okay, so... 
as you know, my, my wild card pick was uh, Vince Russo. So this show is going to be the Monday Night Nitro after Survivor Series 98. Okay. When when The Rock became the champion. Yes. Also, what most people consider the best show Vince Russo ever booked. Was it his last show? Oh, it's your wild card. Duh. I'm stupid. Uh, it was now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hot off the greatest show he ever booked, Vince Russo immediately quit because he knew he could never top himself. And, uh, you know, as a hot free agent, WCW hired him right away, gave him... They said, can you book tomorrow's show? And he said, yes. Um, so Vince Russo comes out to open Nitro. Uh, as we know, Nitro was three hours. So Russo is going to give an opening promo for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> 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 Explaining in detail how he, be- how he just booked the greatest show ever last night. And now is going to bring WCW to the moon um, multiple times using the words, it's a shoot, brother. So <laughs> let the crowd know right off the bat there. Uh, Hogan has has been fired. Um, Kevin Nash has been killed. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> the belt. The belt is gone. He burned it. The belt is gone as well. It's It's unnecessary. Because it, in the grand scheme of things, when it's all fake, who needs a belt, right? It's a shoot, brother. It's a shoot. Um, there's notable changes to the show. Uh, current commentary team is Scott Steiner and just Scott Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, about 30 minutes into this promo, uh, the gambler comes to the ring um, for his match. Uh Goldberg comes out. The opening match is Gambler versus Goldberg. It happens behind Vince Russo in the ring while he's still talking. (laughs) (laughs) Goldberg wins and leaves. Russo is still talking. Uh, He gives the idea of what's going to happen tonight and what the fans are going to see. He says the first thing he noticed when he took over is that there are too many guys on the payroll, an actual smart decision. And looking at the payroll, very confusing to him. He says the biggest problem with WCW is they're confused because there are too many guys in WCW who share the same name. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to have them all wrestle each other tonight. And whoever loses is getting fired. <laughs> And that's real. That's that's a shoot. They're fighting for real. <laughs> and since their jobs are on the line, they kind of are. Um, so opening match, that's not the Gambler versus Goldberg, obviously, because that already happened. Uh, Johnny Grunge versus Johnny Swinger. Johnny Grunge goes over. Um, Scott Steiner is very confused the entire time on commentary. <laughs> uh, the next match is Larry Zbysko versus LaParka. LaParka is very confused to be in this match. Uh, Vince Russo, confused also, thinks La is short for Larry, puts them against each other. Uh, <laughs> My 
name is Larry Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Parker, good old Southern boy. Larry Parker. <laughs> um, Larry Parker wins. <laughs> Vince Russo then realizes he is a luchador and fires him as well. <laughs> We go to commercial, we come back, and coming to the ring is Jim Duggan with James Jim Mitchell versus Jim Neidhart with Jimmy Hart. (laughs) (laughs) This is an absolute nightmare for Scott Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Duggan wins. Like five minutes. None of these are long matches. It's Nitro, and the first 45 minutes was a promo, so, you know... (laughs) We got. We're running. We're already running low on time. Um, next match, we have a four-way. Uh, even more of a nightmare for Steiner. We have Lash Larue versus Lenny Lane versus Lodi versus Luther Reigns. <laughs> Scott Steiner has a stroke over how many hell names are in this match. Vince <laughs> Russo temporarily joins the commentary. Wearing the world heavyweight title, <laughs> but a fake one, that, that a replica. <laughs> he reminds the fans that this is once again a shoot. <laughs> and tells them they can flip the Raw if they want, but it doesn't matter. He starts giving away spoilers for Raw. <laughs> for the next 15 years. <laughs> Because Vince Russo is a time traveler. (laughs) Um, Match goes to commercial, still in progress. We come back. Vince Russo is on commentary saying, Bruce Willis is a ghost the whole time. (laughs) The movie hasn't even come out yet. (laughs) He's spoiling spoiling stuff that's not even wrestling and that hasn't even happened yet. Match ends, Lash LaRue over, much to Scott Steiner's dismay. (laughs) That's the most complicated name of all of them. Um, Next matchup, we have Steve Mongo McMichael versus Stevie Ray. Uh, Mongo over because he's just Uh, out there fighting for real, much like every (laughs) Mongo match. (laughs) It is a shoot, brother. Um... Next, we have the Battle of the Ricks, which is Rick Steiner versus Rick Rude versus Rocco Rock. Rocco Rock, very confused. Uh, (laughs) Misread his name as Rocco Rick. Put him in the match. Rocco Rock wins. uh, Has to change his name to Rocco Rick to make sure he keeps getting a paycheck. (laughs) Because he can't cash any of the cash any of the paychecks that are going to a wrestler that's not him. Um, ultimately, the main event of the evening. This is going to take up the entire last hour because uh, we all know those last matches were all like five minutes at most. This is Nitro. What are we like? Let's not kid ourselves. Um, main event is a triple threat gauntlet match between Vincent, Barry Darso, and Ed Leslie, where each of them. Every time they lose, they go to the back, they change into a different gimmick. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's basically a Survivor Series, but with one guy in a triple threat. (laughs) 
Vincent's team is Soul Train Jones, Virgil, Vincent, Shane, and Curly Bill. Barry Darso's team is Crusher, Khrushchev, Repo Man, Black Top Bully, Mr. Hole-in-One, and Smash. Ed Leslie's team is The Booty Man, uh, Barber, Disciple, The Man with No Name, uh, and The Zodiac. Um, Vincent goes over. Uh, Russo comes to the ring. Um, goes on, it fires Darso right away. Looks at Ed Leslie. Goes, are you fired? Yes, no, yes, no, no, definitely no. Uh, <laughs> he raises Vincent's hand. Uh, we are about to cut to black. Vince Russo realizes Vincent's name is Vincent, fires him as well. Vince Russo stands alone in the ring, victorious. We cut to commercial. We are at least 10 minutes over because they always went over. And uh, Russo cuts another promo off the air for another 30 minutes, letting everyone know how real everything was. At the time. <laughs> that was the best usage of Vince Russo I've ever heard in my life. At this point, Scott Steiner is dead at ringside. He has blown <laughs> So yeah, there there you go. <laughs> my face hurts so much. <laughs> oh my you're, god. You're welcome, universe. I I almost feel bad um for Radley here for having to follow that. I told you to let me go last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's so serious. Well, that's the risk we take, isn't it? <laughs> if it's a good enough show, the cream will rise to the top. Oh. <sighs> hey, everybody. It's WCW NWO Starcade 98. Uh, it's December 27th, 1998. DMCI Center in Washington, D.C. We're, uh, the opening, we're greeted by Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heenan, who tell us a rundown of the card, some of which I'll explain now, because we're starting with two tournament matches in the Four Horsemen Tournament. Whoa! Yes. So, as everybody remembers, the Four Horsemen reformed in the fall of 1998, uh, this particular version was Ric Flair, Chris Benoit, and Mongo McMichael, who is not here tonight. <laughs> He's got better things to do. <laughs> With Arn Anderson in their corner. Uh, Flair, Benoit, and Mongo recently had a six-man tag. Mongo got injured. Flair blamed Benoit. Benoit blamed Flair. We'll get into that later. But it's the Four Horsemen. We need a fourth member. The best way to determine it is to look at all the WCW champions. The horsemen have to be champions, right? Well, they asked every champion in the company. People turned them down. Lucky for us, Brett the Hitman Hart is getting a WCW title shot against Hulk Hogan tonight. Hollywood Hogan. And the, the stipulation for that was that Bret Hart had to vacate the WCW US title to get a shot at the world title. It's the only way Hogan would wrestle him. So now this four horsemen tournament is for the WCW US title. So the winner of the tournament wins the title, becomes the fourth member of the horsemen. Well and we're going to start right now. Yeah. Oh, and Bobby Heenan reminds everyone because Tony's trying to forget stuff. 
that every tournament match is going to be refereed by Arn Anderson because Arn wants to see a good clean fight. Oh, so Arne. we're going to open with a yeah you know, we're going to open with an old school match as old school as you can get. Bobby Eaton versus Barry Windham. Barry Windham, former horseman himself, wants to recoup you know some of those glory days. Bobby Eaton's playing the older man role of the two. So Arn Anderson obviously knows both of them. This is as old school as it gets. They go ten minutes because they got to have another match later. Barry Windham goes for his superplex off the second. He gets thrown off by Eaton, who's now on the top rope. Eaton hits his leg drop, gets the one, two, three, nice and clean, no problems. Arn raises his hand to Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton advances to the finals. Semi-finals match number two. It's also 10 minutes. We got Dean Malenko taking on former horseman Lex Luger. Lex Luger wants to get back into the horseman. Uh, he's kind of playing the face heel thing right now. Uh, Malenko, full baby face, shows the technical stuff. Flair likes that, that kind of thing. That's why he's in the tournament. Uh, 10 minutes in, Malenko rolls up Luger. Huge upset. Arn counts to three. Uh, Luger does not believe he was pinned. Uh, Heenan sides with Luger that maybe it was a fast count. Tony mentions how Arn isn't the normal referee. We don't know. There's a little tension there, but Malenko advances. So now we got a little break from the tournament. Rick Steiner versus Roddy Piper. Rick Steiner's been coming out lately, really embracing the dog attitude of his, of his character comes out with a dog collar, a big chain. Sometimes he even uses the chain during matches and things like that. Roddy Piper, who's been on commentary lately, just loves to make fun of Rick Steiner. Oh, look how ugly he is. Oh, he is a real dog, isn't he? Rick Steiner gets in Piper's face. They decide to have a little shoving match. They end up having this match at Starcade. But it's not just any match. It's the dog face gremlin versus the originator of the dog collar in a king of the dog collar match. This right. match goes, yeah, this match goes 15 minutes. It's just brawling. At this point, that's all Piper can do, but that's all you really need in a dog collar match. There's no hitting the turnbuckles or anything like that. They're just fighting. They're fighting all over the place. Match ends when Rick hits Piper repeatedly with the chain. He ends up wrapping him in, almost like into a, like a, a ball on the ground, exactly like the finish Piper had when he pinned Valentine. Uh, in the first ever dog collar match. So he beats Piper, pins him, uh, and becomes the new king of the dog collar, doing the exact same thing Piper did to win the first dog collar match. Fantastic. Now, we are at the finals of the Horseman Tournament. United States title on the line. Referee Arn Anderson. Dean Malenko versus Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton playing the old man role still. He's a little more exhausted than Dean Malenko. He holds his own. It's a brawler versus technical. They go about 15 minutes. It just, just, it's a, it's a big fest of putting over Eaton as this guy who can still go. He's, he's keeping up with Malenko every step of the way. Finish is a big superplex off the top rope. The second they hit the ground, both of them, um, clutch their legs together. It looks like a double small package. Arn hits the three. Tony believes it's a draw. Heenan's not sure on commentary. Arn looks at both men, raises the hand to Dean Malenko. 
Bobby Heaton doesn't believe it. He thinks he was he was the winner. Orange says, no, that's what I saw. I saw your shoulders down. Dean Malenko, new member of the Four Horsemen. Here comes Flairts to the ring. They're almost doing like a celebration right in front of Bobby Eaton, who's just absolutely shocked that he can't believe he, he lost in that fashion. There is no Chris Benoit at this moment. Once he walks out, Tony Schiavone and Bobby Heaton mention how the very next match is supposed to be Ric Flair versus Chris Benoit for the leadership of the Horsemen. Benoit wanted to bring the Horsemen back to lead them. Flair brought back the Horsemen to lead them. So it's they're not sure which way to go. Flair is the old school. At this point, Benoit would be the new school. Benoit gets in Flair's face. He believes that Bobby Eaton won. They start a shoving match. They just go right into the match. Chops back and forth. Everybody leaves the ring so they can have a good, clean fight. They go 20 minutes. Hard hitting. Very old school with Flair. It's more showing that Benoit can keep up with Flair, even though there's no like particular face. People kind of side with Flair just because he's been around so long. Finishes Flair hitting a low blow on Benoit. Because the leader of the Four Horsemen has to be the dirtiest player. It's not about who's better, per se. It's about who can get the job done, which Heenan explains on commentary. Flair hits a low blow on Benoit, puts on the figure four. Benoit can't reach the ropes. He taps out. Flair has won the match. Here come the the other horsemen, except Mongo. He's injured. Sorry. Everyone else is in the ring celebrating. Benoit decides to attack Flair immediately. He's not going to be a part of this. He's he's going to be the leader or else. As the obviously Arn's there, Malenko's there now. Benoit can't hold them off on his own. Out comes Lex Luger, Bobby Eaton, Barry Windham. All the three guys early from the tournament. They all feel like they were screwed over by Arn. They all oh, attack everybody. Shit. Yeah, everyone who lost early in the tournament beat the shit out of them, especially Arn, which is super heinous because he's not even a wrestler anymore. Benoit grabs a mic and says, you can be the Four Horsemen, but we are the Apocalypse. And now we go into the Horsemen versus the Apocalypse. Uh, That's fantastic. All right. Like but that. we're not done yet. We're not done yet, guys. That's that's for the future. I'm talking the what angle. About, yeah. What about tonight? We still have a double main event here at Starcade 98. As Hollywood Hulk Hogan will defend the WCW World Heavyweight Championship against Bret Batman Hart. Bret Hart came in last year, right after Survivor Series. Got all the jubilation. Seemed to side with the NWO, but it was all ruse. He was just a mole. That way, keep face. Everyone still loves him. He was just playing games because he wanted to get to Hogan. And now, finally, a full year after he debuted in WCW, he's getting his title shot. He even had to vacate the U.S. title to do it. 12-minute match. Brett comes out. Brett is a, just a, a, a man on, uh, you know, man on fire. He's going all over on Hogan. Hogan's begging and pleading. Hogan gets a little eye poke. He gets some heat in. Just enough that the fans are ready for Brett to come back, and then it's just full steam ahead. Brett hits the backbreaker. Brett hits the Russian. Brett goes off the second with an elbow. It's all Brett Hart. 
He gets the figure. Uh, it's a sharpshooter on Hogan. Hogan immediately nods his head up and down. Yes, yes, yes. The crowd goes ballistic. Bret Hart is the man. Bret Hart has the title. He is now the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. All's right in the world. Except, is Bret Hart the WCW Champion? Or is he the NWO Champion? We're going to find out in the second main event tonight. Because our final match of the evening is not only for the WCW World Tag Team Titles, but it is a triple threat tag team match to determine the future of this company. We have the tag team champions, Team Hollywood. They come out, Scott Hall and the Giant. The Giant's smoking a big cigar. <laughs> Now, if Team Hollywood wins, WCW is dead. They purposely want to end the company so they can live off of their Turner contracts for a year or two and then do whatever they want. So, theoretically, this could be the very last show of WCW at all. This was their plan all along. They wanted to kill WCW. Next out comes Team WCW. If they win... They kill off the NWO. That's it. There's no more NWO. It's not on the pay-per-view names anymore. It's just WCW. That's the team of Sting and Eddie Guerrero. Nice. Sting, the man who wanted to beat Hogan all along. It didn't quite work out. You know the history behind that. Starcade last year. Eddie Guerrero, a man so fed up with the NWO, he tried to make the LWO to compete with him. And now he's sided with Sting. And the third team of the night, Team Wolfpack. And if they win, WCW just changes its name to the NWO. NWO Wrestling. A new generation, new traditions. It's the NWO now, but they are not in charge of it or anything. It's just a new start, a fresh start. That team is Kevin Nash and his mystery partner, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels Jack. Oh, man. And they know it too sweet. They do it too sweet right there on the, in the ring. This match, 20 minutes. Very dramatic. Back and forth action. You, you know, big heat on Sting. Big heat on Nash at times. Nash is also facing this with Michaels. People love it. They're going back and forth. Near the end of the match, the Giant and Hall try to do a double team. The Giant goes to the top rope for a big missile drop kick. He hits Hall by accident. So Hall's gone. Shawn Michaels super kicks the Giant. Giant's gone. Now it's Sting, Eddie, Nash, and Michaels staring down. They brawl for a while. At some point, Eddie low blows Shawn Michaels and Nash in front of Sting. And Sting watches as Eddie, Sting not doing anything, he just watches as Eddie grabs a chair and starts hitting them with the chair. Referee's out of the ring, referee's down. And Sting watches them as he do it. And he says, help me, help me, help me Sting. And Sting, you can hear him, as your camera's just close enough, you can hear him say, if this is WCW's future, I don't want to save it. And he walks out on Eddie. 
Whoa. Oof. And Eddie practically begs Sting to come back. Sting never turns around. Just like when he became the crow and he left and just never looked back. Exact same thing. Paul Eddie Roll 96. Yeah, exactly. Eddie turns around. Super kick to the face. Nash hits the jackknife powerbomb. Double pin. One, two, three. WCW is now the new world order of wrestling. Shawn Michaels and Nash celebrate. The crowd loves it because the Wolfpack is the most over thing in wrestling. Goldberg's not here. So Wolfpack is the most <laughs> over thing in wrestling. <laughs> they, do, they do the old Diesel Michaels pose in the middle of the ring. And then Bret Hart's music hits. Oh, fuck. And Bret Hart, the WCW champion, walks out. And stares down Shawn Michaels to end the show. Oh shit! Oh shit! God damn! I mean, that was cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> also, just just to clear something up, I realized I said in my battle of the Ricks, I did include Rick Steiner. I forgot I had traded him, so just in retrospect, forget that it was just, it was just Rick Rude versus Rocco Rock, obviously. Rocco Rick. Yeah. Yeah, Rocco Rick, the winner. It, it sounds like that's how he gets his pay stub. Then, like, so his real name would be like Rick Rocco. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but sometimes his pay, his pay stub comes accidentally as Rico Rick. Right, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fantastic card, dude. Yeah, that's very well done. I like that with the you know the horse and where the apocalypse, and you're like, oh fuck. It's like the whole Genesis, man. God damn. Yeah. Personally, like, I, between the Michaels-Brett stare-down, uh, first of all, I don't know how WCW lasted another month and a half after Vince Russo's post-match <laughs> show. I'm impressed that Russo managed to turn it around in just a month. Yeah, uh, well, we got Rick Steiner in the deal, and everything was fine. Exactly. And, and they just Scott, figured out a way to retcon it. Yeah. Yeah. After the lasting image of, of the Nitro of Vince Russo firing Vince in the middle of the ring while standing tall, holding his hands above his head, wearing a replica belt around his waist, you would think the company would go under, but... No, the, thun- the thunder after that show starts with Ric Flair waking up. That's a fever dream. He stares at all the women around him in the bed and goes... Must have been a dream. And then, it starts and then with Falcon looking into a snow globe of the set of Nitro. <laughs> oh, wasn't that like the Saints Elsewhere finish? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I pretty much did everything I was going to do. At one point, I was going to have Brett beat Goldberg for the world title. But I think you're better off with Hogan. Exactly, yeah. I, I wanted yeah. Hogan most of all. And Goldberg was busy wrestling the gambler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had other places to be during a Vince Russo promo. The only other match I would have done was I wanted Goldberg to come out and destroy Chris Jericho because Chris Jericho at the time was doing like an undefeated streak of his own against Goldberg. Yeah. And well, like, that would have been cool to have him do that. Before I had a crazy card, one of my ideas was having Rat because Rat had a streak too. I was going to have Rat beat yes. Goldberg. Ooh. But yeah. and one of my tournament matches is gonna be Mongo versus Luger, just to do that. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah. 
All right. We've, we've had two very diverse cards here. <laughs> well, to be fair, you can't get to you can't get to Starcade without firing these guys to get rid of. Like you can't. The money saved by firing half the show that I, I put together probably was enough <laughs> to get Michaels to jump over to WCW. I'm just glad that rumor about Kevin Nash dying wasn't true, so he could be my main event. Kevin Nash died. Look, that was a shoot, brother, but it wasn't a shoot. <laughs> right, right. It was yep. a real shoot, so it was fake. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, uh, wow, mine is so radically different. Um, coming from, uh, coming from Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, Mexico on, uh, on, uh, a Tuesday night nitro on Cinco de Mayo, uh, a Galavision special. And we are, we are here and, uh, it is a, is an international, uh, version with mostly American wrestlers. Um, (laughs) so... The, the, the whole idea behind this card is that we are going to have four, um, we're going to have four tag team matches and the winners of the tag team matches directly after that match are going to have to face each other. And then once there's four of those left, they will face each other in the semi main event and then the winner will go on to the main event. So, <clears throat> okay. So we start off with our first match, uh, commentators, legendary Viana four and Viana five. So I um I would tell you what they're saying, but uh, my Spanish is not that great. Um, so we start off our first match: Barry Horowitz and Sick Boy from the Flock take on Rick Martel and John Nord. Um, in the in the in the feeling of this being like a, a more lucha libre style show, everybody's you know very flashy looking. You know, Barry Horowitz got a lot of neon on. Sick Boy still looks like a homeless guy. Uh, John Nord not doing the berserker gimmick, but not doing any other gimmick that he ever did. Um. I don't know any other gimmick than John Nord did. Uh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, and then we have Rick Martel right there. Rick Martel is the star of this tag team match. Uh, it's a seven-minute match with uh, Rick Martel uh, hitting Barry Horowitz with a flying knee drop off the top rope. And uh, Rick Martel and John Nord uh, win the match. Afterwards, directly after John Nord and Rick Martel take on each other, and Rick Martel just outclasses John Nord, who is just too slow for the mighty uh, Quebecois. And uh, Rick Martel puts John Nord in the Boston Crab, and uh, it's uh, it's academic at this point. Rick Martel moving on to uh, the semi-main event of the Knights. All right, so number two. We had a tag team in the Faces of Fear taking on Glacier and Van Hammer. And uh, this is a squash, needless to say. Faces of Fear go over. So then Ming and the Barbarian look at each other, and they realize, well, it's going to be either you or it's going to be me. And these guys just, you know, they, they are, they're they're on the outside, and all the uh, all the folks, you know, that are not. And this is, uh, this is not really like um, Faces of Fear look like the Faces of Fear. Glacier's all done up real big. Van Hammer, I don't know if you guys remember Flock Van Hammer, but he was really wacky looking. Yeah. Um, so he was all done up, all glammy and stuff like that. But the face of fear, just with the black, the black pants and the skull and crossbones or whatever they had, and they just they go out and they have a battle. And uh, uh, going over with, uh, I mean, if you're gonna have face of fear go over, realistically, is Barbarian gonna win? No, he's not. Ming Tongan death grip at about ten minutes puts down the Barbarian. Ming moves on to the uh, the semi main event of the night. Nice. Next match, 
men who uh, I know who they are now. Buddy Lee Parker, Craig Pipple Pittman, taking on the newly crowned uh, demon, uh, Dale Torborg, all up in his demon getup. He realizes that he's in uh, he's in Mexico, so he gets all, all he gets all done up. And Greg Valentine, realizing that he's uh, also in Mexico, dyes his hair jet black because he wants to let everybody know that he's full of rhythm and blues. <laughs> My favorite incarnation of Greg Valentine. So, um, realistically, Buddy Lee Parker and Craig Pittman are no match for the demon. Demon comes in like a ball fired, boom, boom. Uh, you know, Greg Valentine sitting on the uh, sitting on the corner, letting letting all this happen, stuff like that. Uh, you know, demon tries to tag in. You know, Greg Valentine he, he gets in, and he 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 beats him down. You know, very methodically, like Greg Valentine is one to do. Tags back in real quick. And the demon gets up on uh, Buddy Lee Parker and Craig Pittman. And uh, that team moves on to the next match. As soon as it happens, Greg Valentine comes in, clips the leg. Demon goes down. And Greg Valentine is walking around his body, and he's talking shit. And he's just kicking him in the fucking face and shit. You know, the the, the demon makeup is just it's, it's coming off on, on uh, Valentine's boot. Valentine working over the knee. And he's... Uh, he goes, he puts on the figure four like Greg Valentine's one to do. And there's, there's Dale Torborg and he's just suffering, suffering. And he, he gets enough momentum and, uh, he, he flips it over and he's reversed the figure four and Greg Valentine just can't help it. And he taps out to the reverse figure four. Only time in history has ever happened. Nice. Dale Torborg moving on. Uh, so now before intermission, we have Ray Trailer. Who's uh, getting himself looking like the Guardian Angel? You know, you know, you guys remember the Guardian Angel? He was he was in that uh, uh, that attire. Uh-huh. And Kevin Green in his Kevin Green in his Carolina Panthers jersey out looked like a giant American in there, taking on the team of Mr. JL and Mr. JF. And JL and JF, they 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 know the scoops here in Mexico, and uh, they just. Out wrestle and out kick and out strike and out flip, you know the guardian angel and mean Kevin Green, and uh, needless to say, there's it's it's there's nothing you can do about it. You know JF and JL they uh, they take over this match and they go over and they pin Kevin Green after a cradle pile driver, which leads to uh, Jerry Lynn and Jerry Flynn. They take off each other's masks. You know that's how they said they're gonna do it, and they just go out there. And Jerry Lynn beats the goddamn out of him, and Jerry Flynn goes. Jerry Lynn goes over. <laughs> Fuck Jerry Flynn. All right, we go to uh, we go to um, yeah, we go to the um, intermission. We come back for the semi-main event, and it is in fact the Demon taking on Jerry Lynn, taking on Ming, taking on Rick Martel, and. Uh, all the baby faces go after Ming right away. They're like, oh, we need to get this guy out of here. He's the toughest motherfucker I ever met in my life. You know, and the demon is uh, is thinking that he could do it, but, you know, Haku's just, yeah, and chopping him in the fucking throat and shit, and the demon is spitting up blood like Gene Simmons. And uh, Jerry Lynn gets a chance to uh, square off with Rick Martell for a little bit, which is pretty good, which is pretty nice, like a little AWA kind of vibe going on. Um, this is a... Um, this is an elimination match, so Dale Torborg's out first. Ming, knowing that uh, he 
can uh, he basically do whatever he wants here. He goes and he targets Jerry Lynn. He grabs him by his long ass hair and he throws him down. And uh, he, he, he takes his takes his hands, fist, and he jams it up Jerry Lynn's throat. And uh, Jerry Lynn has to succumb to the tongue and death grip. And Rick Martell, he's, he's there. He knows that uh, you know he might be a little bit of an underdog, you know, but. Uh, you know, they, they square off and they, they, they go about 10 minutes and Rick Martell gets a, a good base and he hits, um, he hits Ming with his, with his top rope knee drop. I don't know if he did the top rope knee drop, but for this cannon he's doing it. It seems like a movie would do. Um, and, uh, as soon as that happens, he, he goes and he's like, oh, it's Boston Crab time. So he goes and he can't turn Ming's body over. And it just can't happen. And then they do the WCW Revenge flip reversal of the uh, of the uh, the Boston Crab. And uh, Ming gets up, and he 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 sees Martel laying on the ground, and just digs in the fist, the tongue and death grip. And Ming is going on to the main event. Oh, it's a hell of a match. The people, the people in uh, the people in Mexico City were just they they were. They're throwing roses at him and shit. So, our uh, our popcorn semi main event of the night is a, is another uh, pretty technical battle. Uh, the match of gentleman Chris Adams and Kurt Hennig, and they go out there and they realize that this is a little bit of a different style than everybody else is used to, and uh, they go out and they have an American technical kind of battle. Uh, that one would expect. Now, gentlemen, Chris Adams is getting a little old in the tooth at this point. So is Kurt Henning, really, realistically, realistically. Um, so they do all they can, and they're they're trying desperately to, to keep this crowd over, and they're and they're they're giving them the respect because it's it's a beautiful thing about, um, <clears throat> you know. But Chris Adams comes in, super kicks Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning staggered, staggering, bouncing off the ropes. Uh, Chris Adams goes in for another super kick. Henning grabs the foot, spins him around. Fisherman suplex one two three, and Kurt Henning has beat Chris Adams. Understood. Chris Adams is uh, like I said, he's got he's gotten along in the in the years since his glory days with world class, so it's understandable. And Kurt Henning is your winner in Mexico City. Now, on to the main event. Main event here was set up as a special attraction match for the, the Mexico City locales. So we have a match, it's four-way. You know Ming, but coming out next is Vampiro. Then coming out next is Conan. And then coming out next is Hoovy. One fall to a finish. You know, screw it, two out of three falls. We'll do it that way. <laughs> That's what I, do. I, was, I was trying to figure out two out of three falls with the rest of these guys, but I couldn't. I was like, oh, why are they doing it again? So two out of three falls here. Uh, Vampiro immediately goes right towards Ming uh, as a man that has no regard for his body himself. Vampiro just launches himself as Ming is coming down to the ring, and uh, the match starts. So you have Ming and Vampiro on the outside, and uh, they're realistic. You know, actually, that two or three falls seems stupid. <laughs> now that I realize the <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. What if that guy gets. I don't. You know. So. Uh, <laughs> figure it out. Um, so, you that leaves careful, co- man. You're, you're, I took Russo. This is you can't use them. 
Was it, I'm not doing a Russo. I'm just trying to figure out the. I, I did no prep for this. I thought of this while I was on the toilet. I'm just saying it's very Vince Russo to change the <laughs> falls match and then change it mid match to something else. It's a national rule. So, uh, so Vampire and Ming have pretty much uh, gone off by themselves. Uh, it's it's it realistically is a Hoovy Conan match uh, in the middle of the in the middle of the ring, and. Yeah. Um, you have to realize at the time, so this is like this is like K Dog in the middle of the Wolf Pack, as we're as we're one to understand. You know, they're like one of the most popular things around. So, uh, Hoovy is battling, and Hoovy is battling, and um, he's he ends up being no match. You know, Ming and Vampiro they get in and they they try to do some of their offense, but eventually they just spill back out. Uh, but Conan uh, lays out Hoovy with his somersault uh, lariat that he does, and then spins him around. For the uh, tequila sunrise, and Conan goes over in front of the Mexico City locale, and that was our uh, single day mile card on this special Tuesday edition of Nitro from Mexico City. All right, it was. It's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed wacky, but it made it ended up making sense. Well, excuse me. How dare you try to make sense of your WCW show? <laughs> well. <laughs> so I am making a quick adjustment because the Nasty Boys left WCW in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the payroll. Of course they were. <laughs> in fact, if you look, Jerry Sags made one dollar that year. One whole American dollar. Apparently in merch sales. I don't know how that worked out, but here, here we are. Sold like Nasty Boys pencils or something. Yeah, he probably sold, he yeah. probably sold someone's kid a clapper. <laughs> <laughs> well, now... <laughs> now that you say that, now I must... Definitely not defeat you with my card, which is now only six matches. We are coming to you on WCW Monday Nitro live from Columbia, South Carolina, because why not? When is it? I, I want is this, is this the Nitro right after mine? Because I kind of hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Yes, beautiful. But I want to hear continuity. Yeah, I want to hear that build up to my Starcade. Well, sadly, no one here makes it to Starcade, but that is okay. That's ominous. So, <laughs> they're booked elsewhere. So <laughs> we opened the show with Perry Saturn against Rey Mysterio Jr. And in typical Nitro fashion, the two of them get the crowd going. Perry Saturn's a much more methodical wrestler, but Mysterio has a shine and gets his stuff in, and Mysterio goes up with the Hurricanrana in 10 minutes. Move on to match number two, which is going to now sound very weird, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> is a three-way tag match, one of two on the show tonight, now that I had to change things. We have the team of El Dandy and Super Kolo, who are no longer wrestling the Nasty Boys, taking on the team of Mortis and Wrath. 
taking on the team of Vicious and Delicious. Oh. So, this goes 12 minutes. Danny and Kolo get a little bit of shine, but are mostly just taking heat here. Scott Norton's giving heat. Brian Clark's giving heat. Um, but Fagwell's posing a lot. He's wearing a top hat. They are all doing their thing. And in the end, Vicious and Delicious gets the win on Mortis. Danny and Kolo are not a factor in the finish. So we move on to match number three for the evening. As for the WCW Cruiserweight title, Ultimo Dragon defends against Chris Jericho. Ultimo Dragon with Sonny Ono in his corner. Chris Jericho with Ralphus in his corner. Now, this match has a special stipulation. Ralphus has stolen the WCW Cruiserweight title, the belt, from Ultimo. And it's just been a general nuisance. So, if Ultimo Dragon wins, not only does he get his belt back, but Sonny Ono gets five minutes alone in the ring with Ralphus. To just do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> so, I, I mean, Sonny Ono can easily kick Ralphus's ass. So, Ralphus does not want this to happen. Chris Jericho doesn't really care as much, <laughs> because it's, it's Ralphus. But Ralphus is scared shitless. So, after about ten minutes of uh, good back-and-forth cruiserweight action... Uh, these guys had their match. This was... What pay-per-view was this that they worked? Wasn't it the Great American Bash that Ultimo and Jericho had, like, or Stern Stampede, they had, like, a really, really spectacular match? Yeah, it's, I think it's in the spring. And here, Ultimo goes up, gets his belt back, and for five minutes, Sonny Ono just beats the shit out of Ralphus. <laughs> Uh, the crowd is delighted because they are so angry at Ralphus for stealing Ultimo Dragon's Cruiserweight title. And Chris Jericho just leaves them there to get beat up. Because Chris Jericho is a jerk. We go to match number four, which is uh, just a quick six-minute match uh, to give Booker T some shine as he takes out Mike Enos. Building Booker T's singles career up, Booker T up with the with the axe kick, six minutes in. Match number five, <laughs> the second of our three-way tags. Outcome, Disco Inferno, Alex Wright, and Magnum Tokyo, the Dancing Fools. They get on the mic, and they say that they are the toughest men in WCW, hands down. This draws the ire of Fit Finley, Stephen Regal, and Dave Taylor, who come to the ring and they're like, we are the toughest men in WCW. And then Natural Born Killers hits. And Dusty is going crazy on commentary. Dusty and Dennis Rodman as the commentary team because here comes Raven, Hardcore Hack, and New Jack. <laughs> and they say that they are the toughest men in WCW. And this leads to a three-way, three-tag, uh, three-way, six, uh, a nine-man tag, basically. But it's hardcore rules. So anything goes. Dancing fools, run away. <laughs> they are like, fuck this noise. We are out of here. 
So now we're messed with Raven and Hack and New Jack up against Finley and Regal and Taylor, and they are just laying into each other. Uh, ECW guys with the weapons, UK guys with the stiff forearms and strikes. Um, the match ends when Raven hits the DDT on Dave Taylor. <clears throat> the other four have brawled away from the ring. Disco Inferno comes in, hits Raven with a chair, shit cans him and gets the pin. <laughs> and they run back away because they're dancing fools and they're still scared shitless. But they wanted to win the match. <laughs> um, actually, scratch that. They are celebrating because they are the toughest men in WCW. <laughs> and now they just proved it. I like now that. Now, was New Jack's theme playing throughout the entire match? Absolutely. I like that amendment of them. That, that That's incredible. That visual is incredible. So it goes from New Jack's theme to Disco Inferno's theme. <laughs> that's awesome. New Jack fever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we get to our main event, and it is continuing their longstanding feud, the Macho Man Randy Savage and Diamond Dallas Page. There is a ref bump here. And while the ref is down, here come Vicious and Delicious to help Savage out. Um, they are three on one, beat down. Savage hits the elbow off the top, but the ref is still out, and Vicious and Delicious just continue to beat on DDP. When Mortis and Raph make their way back out to the ring, and Mortis decides to take his own mask off and reveal that he is longtime friend of Diamond Dallas Page, Chris Canyon. Hmm. They fight off Vicious and Delicious. Ref comes to as DDP is hitting the Diamond Cutter for the one, two, three. And okay. Nitro goes off the air. The thing that changed for me was that it was going to be Jericho against New Jack. And if New Jack got the win, then he got five minutes with Ralphus. Holy oh, shit. That would, that would have been awesome, too. <laughs> but I decided that this wacky three-way, three-on-three-on-three uh, match worked a lot better. Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that, that ends Nitro from Columbia, South Carolina. Um I forgot to draft Lee Marshall so that they could mock him for making him call collect from the next town because no one wanted him. Uh, no one wanted him to be in the building with them. Poor Lee Marshall. <laughs> That's the only thing I forgot to do, and now I'm a little disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, listeners, um, go to our Twitter at the HLNCKCC. This po- uh, this episode will have a poll, and you'll decide. Who has the best card? Was it Wade Kruger with Vince Russo? Fever Dream. Um, <laughs> Russo Mania, 1998. <clears throat> was it Starcade 98 from Redwood Belmont? Was it the Mexico City show with Decker? Or was it my episode of Nitro? Were there any other things that you guys did not get to do on your cards that, that you potentially planned? Well, my original plan was to have Dusty on commentary calling my insanity because Dusty I wanted and to... Scott Steiner or just one. Well, just uh, it was just going to be Dusty by himself doing Joey Styles like wow. solo. 
because <laughs> the, the thought of Dusty trying to comprehend and keep track of everything that was going on was going to be incredible. Um, but when he got taken, I was like, well, Steiner works. So, <laughs> and originally my main event was just Vincent versus Ed Leslie, but I took Darso when I wasn't sure I was going to get Ed Leslie. And then it turned into a triple threat gauntlet match of insanity. <laughs> he fired Vincent after he said that was his name. <laughs> yeah, after he realizes they have the same name. And he stands in the middle of the ring with with a fake belt on. That's the last <laughs> image you get of the show. It's Vince Russo in the ring with a replica belt on. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, well, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I didn't really have anything different. I was... I thought about doing Rick Skiner versus Scott Steiner dog collar, but it made more sense with the Piper thing. And Goldberg crossing Jericho for the TV title, because I think it would be funny if Goldberg was a TV champion for like two years. <laughs> before, before I had Russo as the catalyst for my insane show, my battle of the Ricks was going to be a gauntlet. And it was going to be Rick Rude, Rick Martell, Rocco Rock, Rick Steiner, Rick Flair, and Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> That's my <laughs> but I felt like Russo tied the whole show together better. Oh, yeah. And there was a couple audibles I made. Luckily, there's a lot of guys with the same name in uh, WCW. I didn't even realize you were going that route with, like, the alliteration. Yeah, I was going to do Steve Regal versus Stevie Ray, and then he got taken, so I took Mongo. And, uh, like, there was a couple times where, like, stuff like that happened. I was going to do Barry Darso versus Barry Windham. But, like, mm. I just audible that stuff into other stuff. Oh, and, and Ultimate Warrior versus Ultimate Dragon, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we wrap it up from here, I guess, guys. You guys, anything else to uh, plug? No. Any, yeah. Is there anything coming up for you guys on the schedule at all? Are you guys doing any shows coming up? I think uh, we do have Test of Strength on April 3rd. That's in Thomas Thomastown, Thomaston Town, Thomas. Connecticut. Thomaston Town, Connecticut. Yep, uh, we are Thomaston. Thomas, Thomas. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Thomaston, Thomas, Connecticut. Thomaston, Connecticut town. And we will. Be, <laughs> and we're gonna wrestle a team called the Nightcrawlers. So I can look, we're very much looking forward to that because it's been a hot minute since we've been in the ring. And you can see some of the work of the stepdads, uh, both from 2017 GSW and also some from True Wrestling at IWTV or independentwrestling.tv. Uh, that's the actual web address for Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. He loves the stepdads. Make sure that you tell him. And <laughs> while you're there, use the code word draft if you're a new user and you get your first five days free. You can watch, uh, Ben Ortiz take rad and, uh, do like a Spike Dudley Chuck. It was great. Haunt it just me. <laughs> um, you could also find us on YouTube. Just, uh, you know, be careful when you search Stepdad's Wrestling because you get some weird results is all I'm going to say. <laughs> the, the real key is to not have a space. It's all one word, Stepdad's Wrestling. Once yeah, you leave the space, we're, we, we can't condone that. We don't <laughs> condone that. Uh, no, we, we have no control of that. Yeah. That's like that joke from the Muppets about uh Fozzie Bear trying to go on a dating website. He goes, When you look up uh he goes, When you look up for bears on a dating website, you get a lot of really strange results. <laughs> he goes, Strange for me at least. <laughs> yeah. 
That's um, like, uh, I, I literally just finished uh, watching all of BoJack Horseman finally. And uh, one joke that I that blew my mind, which is, uh, I've been getting, it, it's when a, car- a dog character, Mr. Peanut Butter, says he's been getting, it's like, I've been getting offers for all sorts of stuff. Uh, got a weird offer from Michael Vick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Yikes. Yeah, so I'll throw that out there into the universe. And, and, and that was, shows a big bang. He ends the podcast with a big bang. This is what he does. And, and, and now we segue from that to talk about CKCC Radio <laughs> and all the other shows that are on there. Um, I also have By the Numbers here on CKCC Radio, uh, where I interview guys about their matches that I have refed. I have done, unfortunately, very few stepdads matches, which is why we opted to have them on the A show, because we still want to have them on a podcast. But um, hey, you did ref our first title win. That was really cool. Yes, I did. And I think I've done a couple others. I did the blue and gold match. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think I did a uh, a mustache club match, too. I'd have to look at the book, which is literally right next to me in the office, but it's Gatley. Um <laughs> We do have, um, last week I uh, here on um, CKCC Radio, by the numbers, was with Shane Storm, and that was a really good conversation. Next week we'll have the Chubby Daddy, Daddy of the Galaxy, Trajan Horn, on By the Numbers. Two weeks from today, here on the A-Show, it's a very special episode of the A-Show. That's right. Four drafters, two families, two married couples. It'll be me and my wife, Ashley, and Decker and his wife, Ange. Four of us will be drafting our own cards, and it is open rosters. Open, total open roster. You could draft anyone from any time. And the wild card will be anyone that was alive ever. <laughs> <laughs> so Abraham Lincoln is available. I was I was literally going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> you know, he, is, he is a former NWA world champion. Or you could get the Abe Lincoln from Clone High. Oh, and, yes. And that will work just as well. I appreciate a clone high reference. Um, I do hear that Gandhi has ADD and that you get it from toilet seats. <laughs> also, here on CKCC Radio, you can check out the Nerd Table. Uh, they do air two hours before our podcast do on Monday mornings. They go up at 7 a.m. on Mondays. There is also the Motivational Moves podcast. There is the Ranking Tracks podcast, the most recent as of this airing. Uh, Jeff looks at the Struts. The Struts. Uh, yeah. Um, who actually, I saw open for the Foo Fighters, and they were really good. Really? Nice. Yeah. Uh, the Board to Death binge cast recently did WandaVision. Um, there's also the Race Nerd podcast and the Stupid Sexy podcast. Uh, all here... Also, the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, all oh, here on right, CKCC right. Radio. Um, you can also check out outside the network. We have the soon-to-be-named network uh, that we are friends with. You can check out uh, Joe Sposo and Adam Van with At Odds with Wrestling. Uh, jo- Joe Sposo and also Todd. I don't know how Todd identifies himself on the show, so I'm just going to go with Todd. Uh, they do Longbox Heroes, which is comic-oriented, and then Longbox Heroes After Dark. We also um, get to listen to the Wednesday Night War podcast with Juge and Brett, where they uh, they review AEW, they review NXT, and then they tell you which one was better, in their opinion. 
Uh, they used to watch Dark, and then Dark became longer than Dynamite, so they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, also on uh, soon to be named network is the final wrestling place podcast with Marcus and Tim most recently they had well as of this airing will be the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels as of this recording they just did an Undertaker episode where they signed red and green points and send uh, you either to the good place or the bad place as your final wrestling place correct uh, also outside the network, the Hooligans of Hops with Irish Kev and Rick, where they talk about beer after they have drank beer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the Not Another Sports podcast with Jason and David. After the Wives podcast, Jason will be here for episode seven of the A-Show, and he wants to do 1989 NWA slash WCW. Oh, that'll be tough. Yes, it will. And we already talked about IWTV. The stepdads plugged all their stuff. Do you have anything to add before we uh, take it home here tonight? Yeah, uh, vote for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I should have did last week. I I don't know how Great Balls have even lost. I really don't. I don't either. Yeah, that blows my mind. So maybe funny doesn't equal money after all. We've got to change our gimmick, Wade. At this rate, Wade would get shut out and would be like, what kind of podcast are we broadcasting to? (laughs) You're just broadcasting the middle-aged women that don't know anything about wrestling. Based on our envelopes, I knew Funny didn't make money a long time ago, right? No! (laughs) (laughs) With that said, (laughs) special thanks to the stepdads for joining us, and make sure you tune in in two weeks for what's going to be an episode for the ages, I am sure. Hoping. Um, I, I have to start to prep Ashley so that she's not only drafting Finn Balor, Randy Orton, and Bo Nakoda. I'm sure she'll also draft Orange Cassidy as well. <laughs> I, I think Ange's just going to draft The Rock and, like, other Attitude Era folk. <laughs> um. I, I don't. I, I know who Ashley is not going to draft, and that's most wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know she will not be drafting Ronda Rousey. I can tell you that for a fact. Oh uh, yeah, I know she doesn't like her. No, she is not a Ronda Rousey fan or Charlotte Flair. I don't think she'll be drafting Charlotte Flair either, or Nia Jax. <laughs> well, we um, can't all I, count for taste, I guess. <laughs> Can you imagine what that um, you're not getting booked list is going to be like? I think we're going to skip that next time. Yeah, we're going to skip that next week. <laughs> or I can just pull out random guys. Like, you're not getting booked, John Zandig. You're not getting booked, uh, Rock and Rebel. I think I think the funniest thing would be just, like, pick the most, the top guys you could think of who didn't, who weirdly didn't get chosen. You're not getting booked, The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to book John Cena. Actually, John Cena will probably go. Oh, I'm sure he will. Um, <laughs> You're not getting booked, Bruno San Martino. <laughs> <laughs> John Tolis. Sorry, George Schmidt. Yeah. Get out of here, Killer Kowalski. <laughs> no envelope for you, Ed the Strangler Lewis. <laughs> Get out of here, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I think I referred to it as anybody that's in the zeitgeist is allowed to be booked. 
Oh, God. All right, let's wrap it up. So tune in next time when... I'm sorry, go ahead, please. Could one of you please draft Macho Man specifically from Spider-Man? I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Bonesaw? It's ready. Bonesaw is ready. Now, if I'm drafting Randy Savage, it's be a man, Hulk. Come on, don't be scared, Randy Savage. And he can team with R-Truth. I think I'm on to something. <laughs> is it? Is it? Can you draft just the Lex, the Lex Express? Just the top? <laughs> um, I, I scratch that. I'm going to draft the Blacktop Bullies 18 wheeler that they had that match in the back of versus Bus. <laughs> Where it went from day to night to day to night to day yeah. to day to night, and then they both gigged and they fired Dustin, but not Barry Durso. <laughs> yeah, Lex Express versus the 18 wheeler on top of Cobo Hall, bro. <laughs> I, I booked monster truck as the referee. I I, I booked the giant monster truck <laughs> versus the Medusa monster truck. Intergender match, dude. <laughs> I'm booking Bob Holly's fucking race car. I I'm booking the the cut on Bob Holly's back from from 18 <laughs> weeks ago that they recapped every week. Um, as a complete aside, as the last thing we talked about was we were watching uh, Royal Rumble. I had the memory of Goldberg winning the belt and then his son, for some reason, taking off his shirt. I, I just thought I just thought I'd share that with everyone as a hey, remember that? <laughs> so like, just I, I think the most fun thing you could do with like a show like this, where you just have no no uh, barriers, you just do whatever you want, would be like book Shawn Michaels versus Ty Dillinger because he's still not over being Stan. It, like, <laughs> you could create the most insane, like, guys as the extras into, like, real wrestlers' situations. Uh, you could do, um, you could do, uh, fake Undertaker versus fake Razor versus fake Kane versus fake Scott Hall. You could do wow. fake Diesel and fake Razor versus real, 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 <laughs> real Razor. <laughs> you could do. The Midnight Express against the Midnight Express against the Midnight Express and against that Midnight Express that's Janelle and Sunny Kiss, allegedly. And, and then you wind up with Bob Holly and Joey Janela and, and Dennis Condry in the same ring at the same time. And you're like, yes. what am I watching? And uh, somewhere I just spoke that into existence and Joey Janela is like, someone just said I should wrestle Dennis Condry. And I was going <laughs> to... That was going to make it happen. With that said, um, thank you for tuning in, and thank you, stepdads, for joining us. This has been a blast. Been a pleasure, everybody. Uh, so, till next time, my name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we'll see you. Goodbye. Goodbye.